Starting a new Mimer on page 27. For the help of heaven, Parsha told this to 5701. Say in the blessings of Shema. God of the world, with your abundant mercies, have mercy upon us, please. Have mercy upon us. This request, requesting from Hashem's great mercies upon us, is in the first blessing before the uh, reciting of Shema in the morning prayers. Because it is a positive commandment to read the Shema twice every day, once in the morning and once at, in the evening. And before that, and before that reciting of the Shema, we say this um, in the blessings of the Shema, this request. Like the Rambam writes, uh, the laws of Krishma, chapter 1, the first halacha, the quote is, Rambam says, twice a day, every day, a person should read, we read the Shema in the evening and in the morning. The day starts, the Jewish day starts in the evening, that's why it says, Ba'ediv, Uba Baker, first Ba'ediv, Ba'hi Ediv, Baker, like it says in the regarding creation. And Halacha Beis, in the second Halacha, Ram says, Umahu Kaide, what exactly should he read to fulfill this mitzvah of the Shema, reading the Shema in the evening and the morning? Shlesha Parshis Elu, Shema, Vahayim Shema, Vahayim Shema, these three, these three chapters, three portions, which is Shema, Shema Yisrael, Shema Yisrael, Shema Yisrael, Echod, and the Devi Ahavta, and then Vehoyim Shomoya, which is the second paragraph of Shema, and the Vehimer, about Tzitzis, and the Tzitzim Shrim, is the third paragraph. Makdimim Likrois, turning the page. Makdimim Likrois Shema, Mitnei Shiyashba Yichud Hashem. So now, why the order of these three parshas? We first read Shema, and then Vehoyim Shomoya. We first preface Shema because it has within it the mention of the Yichud Hashem, the oneness of Hashem. He's um, one, the only God, and the only ruler. And like Chassidus explains, the really truly only true existence. Uh, so within the parsha Shema, it has Yichud Hashem Avosei and the mitzvah of Hafta of loving Hashem and the Talmudai and the mitzvah of learning His Torah, Hashem's Torah, Vidibarta Bam, Vishinamtum Vanecha, like it says, Shahu Iker Agodul Shahakal Toliboy, which these three ideas of the oneness of Hashem, the love of Hashem, and learning His Torah is the main foundation, main idea, the main concept, which everything in life and in Yiddishkeit is dependent upon that. Rambam says, upon these three ideas of knowing that the Shem is the only controlling, the only controlling entity which controls everything and is in charge, or the only true existence, love of Him, which will affect a person how he acts the rest of the day, if he's Im- imbued, infused with love of Shem and learning his Torah, knowing how to act. That is the main foundation upon which everything is, is dependent upon. That's why we say Shema first, and then Vahim Shemaya, the other parshas afterwards. But before the reciting of the Shema, we make two blessings beforehand. Um, two, the two blessings of the Shema beforehand. If we say the Yoytzer Eir and the Ava So, in the beginning, the blessings of Shema um, start off with then it goes and then in that, in that paragraph of the Amir La'odet so we say and then we have the um, yeah and then we have the blessing of and then and so before the Shema we say these two blessings and 
And within this first um, blessing of Yitzhak Meiris, the request is one of the main requests there in that blessing is God of the world, with your abundant mercies, have mercy upon us. What does it mean when it says your mercies specifically? When it says, instead of saying, it says, your mercies, implying that these are mercies which are connected directly to you, Hashem, to your very essence. They're the essential mercies of the essence of the infinite essence of Hashem, the infinite being of Hashem. We have to understand why specifically are we requesting at this point, before the reciting of the Shema, these essential mercies, which are basically stemming from, coming from the very essence of Hashem. There's different levels within this idea of Rachmim. There's Rachmim, it already is a part of Seder Yishtal, so the chain of creation. Rachmim of Atzilis. There's Rachmim, there's lower levels of Rachmim. Why are we requesting before the Shema, which in which we speak about these three main ideas of the oneness of Hashem, the love of Hashem, and learning Torah, we request first these essential mercies, the deepest level of Hashem's mercy, that this level should be um, drawn down upon us. So we have to understand why specifically are we requesting this essential mercy. And furthermore, we have to understand why regarding these essential mercies does it say the description Rabim, your abundant there are many essential mercies. So we have to understand why are we using this description, this descript, this adjective, adjective of Rabbim, specifically describing Hashem's essential mercies. And in a more question, a general question about the general idea here, not on the specific wording or the specific ideas which we're talking about. We have to understand why in these two blessings which preface the preface the reciting of the Shema, the morning Shema, does it it's mentioned and doubly mentioned um, the idea of requesting mercy from Hashem. Why specifically before the morning Shema do we request and many times this idea of mercy from Hashem? Um, so where are these many times, these doubly times that we mention this um, mercy from Hashem. The first blessing is what we just said. We request God of the world with your abundant mercy and have mercy upon us. And then the blessing of Avas Oilam, we say, we request from Hashem, um, our Father, merciful Father, who has mercy, who in general has mercy on all of creation. Please have show mercy upon us. So, we, so the second blessing of the Shema, its general theme is the blessing of love. With a, with a eternal love, you have loved us, Hashem. And our loved our forefathers and shown mercy upon them. So that's the theme of the second bracha, the brachas ahava. Which is, what, what is this love? What type of love is this that Hashem shows to the Jewish people? It's a essential and eternal love. Essential meaning meaning that it's not something which is based on reason. It's something which because the Jewish souls are literally a chilek of the kavim, a piece of Hashem within them, 
Therefore, they have this essential connection. Therefore, Hashem loves us, not because of any reason, just because we are a part, a part of Hashem, so to say, is within us. That's why we're called Bani Matam Hashem Lekech. We are your children to Hashem. Just like a child has a piece of the father, a piece of the parents inside of him. Therefore, the parents have an essential, um, inherent love for the child, which transcends logic. And, and so to the child for the parents. And therefore, also being that this is an essential love, which stems from the very essence of Hashem, the fact that we have a piece of that essence within us, therefore it's also a nitzis, it's, a, it's eternal. Nothing can take it, that love away. Ahavas oilam, it says, it's an eternal love. How could it be eternal? Because it's not something which is based on logic, which if it was based on logic, kol ava tuliyabadavr, like it says in Pirkei Avos, anything, any love which is dependent upon a reason, so when that reason is bottle, is goes away, then automatically the love which stems from that reason also will go away. Here, being that the love is not based on anything, but rather it's an inherent, essential love, therefore it's eternal. So we're talking about this essential, eternal love during the blessing of the second blessing of the Shema, the blessing of love. So, on account of this essential love, which we're speaking about in the second paragraph of the second blessing before the Shema, um, indeed, this idea of mercy, of Hashem's mercy upon us, comes automatically. Not something which you have to request. The whole theme here is Hashem's essential love, which He has for the Jewish people. So there's nothing that you have to request, a specific request, please Hashem have mercy upon us. This love automatically brings to mercy. Obviously, when you love, when you love somebody, you have mercy upon them. And especially when we're talking about a deep essential love, which is not based on any reason, transcends reason, it's just based because this, the Nishami Yisrael are literally a chilek l'kavimah, a piece of Hashem, so automatically Hashem has mercy upon us. Like we say in this very blessing, A eternal love, have you loved us, Hashem, our God, a exceedingly abounding mercy, have you had, have you had mercy upon us? With this exceedingly abounding mercy, have you ha, have you um, had mercy upon us? So we see, mitzad the avas this essential, uh, eternal love, automatically brings to a uh, mercy upon the person who the subjects of being which are being loved by that essential love. meaning to say that this mercy comes on account of this essential love. and this love is an eternal love. Haino ava an eternal love, which is because it is an essential love, like I said, therefore not based on any reason. So if so, we have to understand what in general is the content, this idea of this requesting mercy from Hashem. We're saying, your, your, like you said, refers to the essential mercies which stem directly from Hashem's very essence. And why are we using the descriptive term of Rabim, specifically re- referring to those essential mercies, your abundant mercies? In general, we have to understand what is this idea of this request, asking from Hashem's essential mercies. And also, in, and specifically, why are we asking about that mercy and the blessing which the theme is Hashem's essential love, which, there, which automatically brings to mercy? So why are we requesting mercy if it's something which is automatically happening based on this avasalim, this essential eternal love. And that was the question of um, the general idea to understand 
these two blessings before the Shema, we say, we say, and we doubly say the idea of requesting mercy. In the first blessing, we say the which we already had questions upon. Why is Rachmechol your essential mercies in Rai Rabim? And the second blessing, which already the theme is love, which is an essential love, which automatically would bring to mercy. Why again are we requesting for mercy? And this is more befrat because here there, there seems to be no need to request for mercy if it's an essential love, which automatically brings to mercy. You have to request something if it's not automatically coming to you. Whereas if there is already flowing this mercy, why are we requesting it? However, the explanation is. The source and godliness, the godly source for the idea of mercy, is in a very high and lofty level of divinity. And this very lofty mercy, which comes from this very, very um, sublime divine level, comes on account of two reasons this mercy. One is because it comes on account of the exalted exalted um, essence or being the, totally exalted and the second reason is the feeling or empathy that is the two reasons which bring about this revelation of this this deep rooted mercy this truly um, sublime level of mercy either because and we're going to explain what these two reasons more why they bring to mercy because the person or the entity which is being merciful is to, totally merubim is totally exalted, or because of the empathy that that being has. Like we see clearly, that mercy comes specifically on account of the the exaltedness and the upliftedness of the entity being merciful, specifically because he's truly exalted and uplifted. Therefore, somebody who's more more exalted, more uplifted, then the more he will have mercy. The more uplifted the person is, the more removed he is from the subjects of that mercy, the more he will have mercy for them. And now we're going to bring an example for this. This is the difference between a um, a lower level minister of the kingdom or a sargodl, a higher level minister. The higher level minister, meaning he's more exalted, he's more removed from the nation, from the regular people. So he's a very respectable and great minister, high position within the kingdom. He has more mercy and more pity for the poor, downtrodden people of the nation a lot more than the sarkatan, than the more um, smaller lower level minister within the kingdom. The smaller uh, minister won't have, won't be found within him this idea of mercy on the poor people of the kingdom so much like the Sargadl will have. Meaning, so basically we're saying in general that the, the, the very fact that the higher the person is, the more removed he is from these simple people, the more he will have pity upon them. Because in his eyes, these people are so low, therefore they deserve mercy. Whereas a person is closer to them, his reality is closer to them. Therefore, why, why should he have mercy for them? He's almost similar to them. He's almost like them. So therefore, they're not truly low and deserving of mercy in his eyes. Whereas a person who is, who is truly high and exalted and removed from these regular people, in his eyes, they're so low, they're so removed, they're so, they deserve more mercy because they're so low. So therefore, specifically, somebody who is more exalted will have more mercy on the lowly beings.
So now, now, besides the fact that there is a difference in the effect of the mercy and the pity between the um, the smaller minister, the lower level minister, the higher level minister, meaning now we're talking about the pu'ula of the rachman. There's a difference in this pu'ula and the effect of this mercy. So that the saragotl, the higher level minister, is more exalted, more removed from the nation. So the effect, the pu'ula, the effect of his mercy, not only is it in greater um, things, meaning his mercy will take, uh, will um, be expressed in greater matters, bekamus, meaning greater in um, quantity, with a which comes expresses itself in a matanam ruba, a great gift, a greater gift to these poor people. So not only that, elashu maduba kamayichus, it will also be greater in its its quality. Which what is the quality expressed in Ruach Diva with a, a more generous spirit that the Sargod will have behind Yafe, and he'll give a lot with a lot um, greater feeling, more positive feeling, with the broadness of heart. Basically, the the gift will be not only a greater gift because the Sargod, the Pu'ul of the Rachman, the effect, the outcome of this mercy that the Sargod has will be expressed in a greater gift because he has more capacity, he's he's more connections in the kingdom, he has more money. He can give a greater gift, but also, being that he is higher, more exalted, more removed from these regular people, he will feel more merciful for them, and therefore that gift will be expressed at the more echus, with the more quality of the mercy. Meaning, he truly feels merciful. Therefore, he will give with a more, with more empathy, with more feeling, with more, um, um, with a more generous generosity, because he truly feels more merciful upon them for the, for them, because he feels how lowly they are and compared to himself, how exalted he is and how close he is to the king. Therefore, these people truly deserve mercy. Therefore, the pu'ula of the Rachman, the effect, the outcome of the Rachman will be a lot greater outcome. Whereas the lower level minister, not only, the, not only is the effect, the outcome of his mercy, will only be expressed in smaller things, smaller in quantity, like with, he will only be able to give a smaller gift and a more matsumtum dicky gift because of his capacity, of his money capacity. He doesn't have as much connections. He doesn't have as much money. He's not paid as much. He can't give as great of a gift. It's even more so. It's also his gift will be um, limited in its quality. So it'll be a less quality gift, which will not have any um, consideration at all compared to the. Um, Compared to the effect of the Saragadl, of the of the greater minister, so basically, because the greater minister's mercy is truly, he feels mercy a lot more, and there will be a lot greater mercy. Therefore, it will be expressed in the effect, the outcome of the mercy, both in kamas and echus, and the gift, the gift's amount and the gift's quality, the quality of the gift itself. So too, and so whereas the Saragadl, being that he doesn't feel as much mercy, also, the expression of that mercy won't be as great. And that all be- is stemming from, coming from the fact that the, the more removed and exalted the person is, the automatically the more feeling of mercy he has, and therefore the, the effect, the outcome of that mercy will be a lot greater, depending on the exaltedness, the removedness of the person. So, hine, levadzois. Now, that's all talking about the pu'ula, the effect, the outcome of the mercy. Levadzois, besides all that, the actual 
the actual motive trait, this, the actual motion of Rachman of mercy, is not comparable. That which how, how it exists within the Sargadl, the greater minister and the smaller minister. The actual feeling of mercy will be a totally different feeling, not just the outcome, not just the expression of that mercy. Meaning to say that the actual emotion of mercy will be in a totally different way by the Saragodl being that he's more removed, more exalted, and therefore feels more mercy. So his actual feeling will be a lot different than the Saragodl. Being that the higher level minister is a lot more exalted and removed from the nation than the Saragodl. Then the lower level minister, therefore his actual feeling of mercy within him, within his heart, will be a lot, in a lot different way than the, than the Sarkotten. Basically, he will feel a lot deeper and a lot stronger mercy and pity upon this, the, the nation than the Sarkotten because he's so much more removed from them. Therefore, they are, he realizes how much they deserve mercy. And therefore, the, the king, who is even higher than all the ministers, who in his very essence of his nature is totally exalted and removed more than all of his ministers, who even the greatest ministers, and the more most most you know high high uplifted ministers. His obviously his feeling of mercy will be even a lot greater than the greatest minister. Because by his very nature, and that's what it says about a king, like a true king, who is truly exalted, why is he a king? Not just because people decided he should be a king, because within his emotional makeup and is just who he is he is essentially um, he has king sh- kingship traits king-like traits to him which basically means he is essentially exalted inherently exalted above people he's just his makeup makes him totally greater above the whole nation um, so therefore he automatically will have a lot greater mercy feeling of mercy for everyone being that everyone is totally nothing compared to him not only will the effect, the outcome of the mercy be a lot greater by the king, but even his actual feeling, the, the actual feeling of his mercy will be a lot greater. Being like we said, this is one of the reasons for um, the feeling of mercy is whoever is more exalted, more removed from the subjects, automatically his mercy will be a lot greater. Because the exaltedness the upliftedness, the removedness of the of the of the um, entity, is what leads to the feeling of mercy upon the subjects. However, higher the entity is, the more these subjects feel pitiful and nothing compared to him. Automatically, the more mercy, the feeling of mercy he will have for them. So, just to recap a little, we asked all these questions on this um, request that we say in the blessings before the Shema of Berach Mecharabim With your great mercy, please have mercy upon us, God of the world. And we said, why do we have this request also in the blessing of which his theme is love, which is an essential love, which automatically leads to mercy, so seemingly we should have to request it. And we said that these blessings come before the Shema, which the main idea of Shema is the, we speak about the oneness of Hashem, the love of Hashem, the learning of Torah, which is everything is dependent upon these foundations. So before the Shema, which we read in the morning and the evening, before the morning Shema, we say these two blessings, which the, one of the main themes, one of the main ideas we talk about is requesting for Hashem's mercy. So we ask questions about that. And then we have to understand the general teichin of Bekashas Rachim, like I said, the essential mercy of Hashem, and why is it Rabim, 
And also specifically, why are we requesting this in the blessing, which already the theme is essential love, which therefore there shouldn't be a need to request mercy. So then in order to explain that, we said first, the, 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 we, we, we preface, preface the idea of mercy in general, that what, what, what does this mercy come from? And the source of mercy, of this divine mercy, is in a very, very lofty divine level, and it comes on account of two reasons, either Remimus, and that's the one we, we focus on in this in this sieve, this ice, either becomes because, because of the exaltedness, the removedness of the entity having Rachmim, or because of the hergish, of the feeling of the empathy of that of that entity having Rachmim. And then we explain that we see that specifically um, why mercy comes because of Remus Visnasus, because of lifted, the upliftedness of the um, of the entity having mercy, and by the mashal of the Sarkat and the Sargadl or the Melech. And both this this greater mercy is within the actual trait, the actual feeling of mercy is greater by somebody who's more exalted and removed from the people, and also in the effect, the outcome of that mercy will be greater.